Hey friends, welcome to the Victor Marks Podcast with Victor Marks, founder of All Things Possible Ministries. Welcome to the show where we bring you real conversations faced with life's hard truths, stories of redemption, and the latest from the front lines. Whether you're on the road, getting your day started, or finally settling in, we've got an exciting new episode planned for you. So let's dive in to today's show. Hey, welcome to another edition of the show. I know, I guess I'll start calling it the Victor Mark Show. Maybe I'll just go, welcome to the VMS. Uh, hey, today's going to be a great day. And I'm so glad that y'all have joined us because I got a dear friend who we've been through thick and thin. It's always nice, <laughs> you know, when you've... You know, a lot of people call themselves warriors, especially in Christianity today. You got a bunch of warrior groups stepping up. That'd be so. Yeah. And then, you know, some of us who've done things kind of sit back and go, all right. But the reality is, what are your warrior in? Uh, is it in the physical realm? Is it the first responders? Is it military? Is it in spook stuff? Are you a warrior just to hold fast in your home against there are different types of warriors, but I think, and I can speak for a lot of people who we get a little cockeyed when we see people overuse the term warrior, warrior, and, you know, over a pancake breakfast. Got to have blueberries. Yeah. And, and it's just more of a wording and under pressure, some people would fold like a paper napkin I'll just tell you, I'm grateful uh, for friends like you who our relationship is time and tested and we've we've been in some stuff and seen God's faithfulness, right? You really get to know what a person's made out of in in hard times. Under stress, Uh, strain. Yeah, fatigue. Sweat, blood. All of it. Threat, (laughs) risk. So, hey, today my guest is... He's trying to remember my name. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to present. Well, Matthew, I'm just going to call you Matthew. I'm, I'm out of the shadows. Okay, so uh, your, your call sign was Tracer. So um, listen, let's talk about where we first met. We connected, and then we went down to a place you're very familiar with, the jungles of? Burma. Beautiful Burma. Beautiful. Uh, I had just come back from being uh, head of security for an organization called Free Burma Rangers and good friend Dave. Dave Eubank. Dave Eubank. Watch the movie, Free Burma Rangers. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Not even hesitate about that plug. Yeah. Oh, no. So a beautiful, beautiful ministry. Awesome. And talk about warriors right there in every respect. So Male and uh, female. Truly. Old and young. Truly. So Dave Eubank connected me with, with you mm-hmm. back in 2014 when my wife and I came back from FBR and moved back to the States. So we're getting ready for a potential trip to Burma and tried to help out. Yeah, and you did. So we went over there and we, we, we had some good stuff going on. That was a, that was a good summer. Or it was. Winter. 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 Just before Christmas. Uh, but man, it was summer there. Uh I, I want to say this as far as I want people to get context for your background. Why don't you give me a little bit about your military background and all those stuff? I can, I can be pretty open. Yeah, like I said, I come out of the shadows. Yeah. With a lot of hesitation, but now I'm 
Yeah, you're good. I'm good with it. Uh, Joined the United States Marine Corps, uh, enlisted in 94, went active duty 95 to 99, and was pretty dead set. I wanted to be a sniper, yeah, because I wanted to, I wanted to reach out and touch people. Mm. I was not a believer by any means. I was very much a committed Taoist, and that was that was part of my path that God ordained for me that, that He renewed. I was familiar with Christianity. I'd grown up Catholic, but uh, I didn't know Christ. Certainly didn't have any personal relationship, and I was trying to do everything I could to run away and to deny that Christ was who he said he was, that he was. That hey, there's people watching and listening right now, raising their hand going, mm-hmm. I, I get that. that. Yeah. So Amen. So you're in the Marine Corps, <laughs> you're doing stuff, so, you're getting training, and you become a sniper. I did. Yeah, yeah. class 2-98. So I went to 1st Mar- Marine Division. Sniper school. Yeah, basic school. We didn't call it basic school at the time, but... Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I went to, went to sniper school and went back to my platoon. I'd already had one deployment with Kilo Company of 3rd Battalion, 5th Marines. And then when I went over to what we called Stay back then, and then I transitioned to Scout Sniper Platoon while I was there. Um, just a change in name. We still yep. call it Stay. Yep. And so deployed my, I got a Red Cross message the day after I graduated sniper school. And this goes right to a mother's love mm. because... Mm. Uh, she had been sick with cancer when I enlisted in the Marine Corps and she wanted nothing to do with me being like my old man. My old man was a retired special forces hand from the army, mm-hmm. 17 of his you know, 20 and so years. And so he was dead set. His boys will go Ranger, go special forces. That's just what brakemans do. And yet, and yet crayon eater. That's right. I decided I was going to be the different one because my old man hated Marines. <laughs> so I was going to show him. And, uh, so I decided to go again, scout sniper in the Marine Corps. So that's what I did. Uh, despite asthma, despite color blindness and horrible feet and all these other things mm. Mm. that, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> all the more evidence that it was God yeah, that enabled me to do anything I ever did. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? That it wasn't that my strength. We'll be on a path and we may be hard headed and we're, just dr- driving to it. And yet God's hand's still in and all. Oh man. Where he's like, no, nah, I, I got you. Yeah, go do that. And the more broken you are, I'm, I'm evidence. I mean, I'm, for the video audience, maybe, maybe you can't <laughs> tell, but I'm, I am a rather diminutive individual. I am, I'm little. And, uh, <laughs> how are you? I've never noticed. Am, you know, are you I'm, sitting on I'm, phone books? I, well, I do use a booster seat in my truck. Okay. It's a Dodge. So the seat doesn't go <laughs> high enough for me to see over the wheel. So I have to use a booster seat. <laughs> Um, Look, I, sniper I was, in a pocket. Just right. carry you around and pull pocket, you out. And pocket fun shoot size. Shoot somebody. Pocket fun size shooter. That, well, that's let, me. Let so. me ask you. You're in the Marine Corps, doing good. It's time to get out. What does a Marine I, do when he gets out? Well, you try to fast from crayons for a while. That's um, hard. Because it is. It's hard. I Especially, heard there's a new keto crayon diet I'm going to try. It is, but they're so tasty. It's hard to quit. <laughs> so... <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I became a contractor. I was on my way to a contract in South Africa. They lost a guy on the team. There was no contract and this was, you know, pre-cell phone. So I was already down in Vegas and it was my home drop zone where I learned to skydive. So I figured I'll spend a couple of weeks and I got offered a job at a range. So I started working at a range and in the course of that got linked up with some, some guys who were really, uh, really good in the executive protection world. 
and started doing private executive protection and eventually ended up on the Adelson detail for Sands Corporation. So for the owner, CEO of Venetian Hotel and Sands. So a bunch of other interesting Israeli dudes, learned a lot from them. Nice. And then learned about uh, what was going on in Burma. Oh, okay. The Korean people, uh, longest, yeah. longest running civil war in contemporary history. Mm-hmm. And so a university uh, professor at UNLV got a hold of me. Uh, he was an Aggie, very pro-democracy oriented and said, hey, would you be interested in helping these folks out over in Burma? And he showed me some motivational videos and some of the atrocities that were being committed against mm-hmm. the Korean people by the Burma army. Mm-hmm. I said, absolutely. Yeah. And so he said, well, I can't pay you. But I can pay for your plane ticket. I said, "Perfect." Wow, because <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm kind of dumb like that. <laughs> and so, so I did. I went over to Burma and just fell in love with these people, the Korean people. And in the course of that, uh, met Dave and Karen Eubank, who were missionaries over there. And one of the first things I think I said to Dave was, well, "I just don't believe you can be a Christian and a warrior." Mm. Little I, I'm talking to one of the quintessential warrior Christians of our time, of our generation. So he just laughed. <laughs> Very, very Dave, very Dave. Yeah. And he says, well, it's okay that you believe that. But it's funny when I said it, I had a King James Bible right there. I'm uh, trying to trace this Davidic line through scripture, using yeah. scripture to disprove scripture yeah. and to disprove the That's divinity funny. of Christ. So Dave is perfect. What a great name for the man to say it to. Yeah. He says, uh, well, it's okay that you believe that, but you should really read that book. <laughs> So. I, I love it. Hey, talk a little bit about your time. Uh, were you recruited or did you apply to go into the agency for so security work? A little bit of both. I'd actually, I had already applied uh, for one office and I got the standard letter back while I was still living in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll keep your resume on file. Appreciate your interest. You know, that mm-hmm. kind of standard uh, format letter. Yeah. I ended up going to work for Blackwater and worked for them for several years and worked on a contract that passed back and forth between different companies. So I just, I stayed with that, that contract and I didn't bounce back and forth. I only bounced once to a a different company that carried the same contract. So at any rate, did that for seven years from 2003 until 2010, Mm. my last, my last tour on both Iraq and Afghanistan. You had a lot of time overseas got a great background. Then you still even go to Burma uh, where you found out you can be a Christian and be a warrior. Amazingly. Yeah. So here's, here's my question. Um, You are what I would call a typical former who's had struggles. Mm. Uh, uh, You know, whether TBI or operator syndrome or post-traumatic stress, there's a price most of us pay for entering into theater and realms and stuff. Uh, not everybody, but some do. And uh, you're one of those, you get out, then you even move toward law enforcement. You did a, a good stint uh, with the sheriff department. And then even you could feel it still coming on the struggles. And, and I'll say, you know, you're an incredible uh, friend, a great husband, great dad, but yet, You've had struggles even recently, which is one of the reasons why you're here in Colorado Springs. Um, so, I mean, we're we're all pretty transparent. Many of us who have struggled, you get to that point of just wanting to make the pain go away. 
wanting to stop making your family suffer in our own minds. Uh, so, you know, uh, making that permanent decision to a temporary problem, which is really what it is. So you've been to the point of going, this just needs to all end. And I'm talking about suicide. Uh, and, and yet we talked about it off camera. It seems that anything related to suicide, there's a form of darkness that comes with it. That's that's exactly what it is. I mean, oppressive, for the, for the overpowering. Core. It drives you. Listen, uh, something happened the other night uh, that I, I want us to touch on to give people hope. Uh, some of you listening right now, you've struggled yourself. you got family members. Some of you are active, and you listen to this podcast, and um, you're struggling because the suicide rate inside active duty is extremely high. It's it's the hidden, horrible secret that the government, they don't want people to know, of course, for vets. And then just civilian people, you know, whoever, you can come from a background of abuse or trauma, and you can be a struggle. But we decided to pray. It was me, you, and uh, Mark Geist. It was over at Mark's house, Oz. Mark and Crystal, Oz. Yeah. Many of you know him from 13 Hours. And Oz is a, is a neighbor and a, a good friend. And my Christian warrior. Yes, he is. For those of you who didn't know, again, awesome. uh, from the movie 13 Hours. And you work with and know that whole slew of GRS fellows. And I would say this. When we prayed, did you have hope? Or like, I've prayed before, I'm a believer. What? I mean, what were you feeling besides desperate? Only, only because I've known God's provision before. Okay. Many times did I have hope. Okay. Uh, I think barring that, yeah, barring all the evidence in my past experience of of God's perfect provision, I I definitely would not have had hope, but I did because okay. of A, I knew I was with two prayer warriors. And so, yeah, going into that prayer, I had every hope for real release and, and healing from uh, suicide, from depression. You know, yet I know there's still more healing to do. Yeah. So I mean, we're always on a journey, but you are at a pretty critical point. And I got to say this. I think it's really important. I would not have gotten this far. I would not have gotten here to Colorado Springs and to the family reunion that preceded it, where I came here from, without another mighty prayer warrior in every sense of the word. Uh, Neil Dyer mm. saved my butt about a week before yeah. I before I left for this. Hey, shout out it, to Neil. Now, uh, truly, Warriors Rest is yeah. the name of their their ministry in Idaho. Check them out, and, folks. Uh, We're talking about the real deal. When when somebody really steps in to help someone in time of need, they're doing the deal. Yeah. So we pray. We pray, and of course, we call it a retooling prayer where we try to isolate and find out if there's any demonic assignments against a person, Christian or non-Christian. And that's what we did for you. Uh, we didn't pray very long, did we? No, my sense of time. Yeah, that was, especially in prayer is not very, yeah. not very sharp. But, but no, I don't think it was very long. And I went into prayer, like I said, with with faith, with hope that for real healing. But I didn't believe for a second that I had any strongholds. <laughs> no way. <laughs> and now that's common. This is common where people are like stronghold, demon, strong. That you know, I'm not possessed. And we go, oh, you're right, you're not. But strongholds can happen in a Christian's life where they set up a little piece of operation in some realm and they're just feeding you lies. And all of a sudden those lies, you believe them and you think it's from you. And there is an approach to prayer and identifying any demonic activity and really destroying 
that stronghold. And that's what we did. Uh, and it became very evident very quickly. <laughs> you had a stronghold. Yeah, that it was. It was. They, were, they were trying to kill you. That was their intent uh, to destroy you, to kill you. And which then made a lot of sense of everything you've been struggling with. They did for, for 20 plus years. Yes. Uh, because demons can be assigned to you folks, even as a kid, as a child. Um, and again, we're not talking about possession. We're talking about an assignment where they study, stalk, you know, you and torment. it's yeah, tormenting. Torment. So some of you right now listening, watching going, okay, we're talking about demons, but they Crazy. seem normal was normal as we can get, but we're real. I don't think ever anybody's ever accused me of being normal. Yeah. So. Normal's a setting on a dryer, but we're, we're real dudes who live life. We're, we're not some super saints. We don't walk around with holy oil and all that. We're just real guys, real struggles, families, but we have found a source of strength and we've found a source of authority. So when we prayed, uh, I don't like to use the term delivered because deliverance ministry sounds, there's a lot of hokey pokey with some of that stuff in the past. We just prayed a lot of years. Yep. And being prayed for, it's all, it's all the Lord's work. So the outcome, all we're looking for is freedom, freedom from lies from the demonic. And then a person would believe truth about how God really sees them and what he believes about them. But uh, that first night after we prayed, did you get some rest? <laughs> yeah, seven hours straight. We were just talking about this off camera. Seven hours straight. I got seven hours straight again last night, which is uh, revolutionary. Yeah. We're talking and, years, yeah. people, years where, you know, demons can actually torment you and bother you in your sleep. And, hey, we understand chemical imbalance. We understand TBI. I'm, I'm not taking away physiological issues or psychological but there's an element in spiritual realm that uh you can get tormented uh this is all very new and fresh i mean you're flying out today and i said hey man let's sit down and just quickly tell the story G give a little testimony of what god has done so we gave you background uh we gave you struggle and now we're talking about uh what happened recently with praying and we call it the retooling prayer anybody can do it just gotta believe by faith uh, and we're happy to train people to understand. And even here at the Leadership Training Center have weekends where people can come down. It's one of the things we do best, no matter what. I don't care if we've got a special operations team here, active training, working on stuff. We'll ask people, hey, you want to be prayed for? And people do. And there is relief. It's not the silver bullet because you still have to you know, follow the, stay in the word, follow the Lord. It's, it, that's all that. But at least a person get freedom from the lies and Christian or non-Christian. We see it. We see it time and time again. And it's, that's one of the biggest lies that gets whispered, trying to put a veil of division between you and Christ. And it's you and Christ, you and your father. And he'll whisper lies all day long. But yeah. That's exactly where God, his strength is proven most that's that's truly where his strength is made perfect one of the things that god spoke to you and we're getting ready to close but one of the things that god spoke to you is actually that he just loved you and it hit your core is that healing to you oh man to like actually have your no know it yeah and i know i know we're tight on time but i gotta say it yeah it's a couple of weeks before i came here same gentleman i just mentioned neil dyer and a couple of other brothers 
other warrior priests. They gathered around me on a mountaintop back home in Idaho and prayed over me, prayed over some other brothers who were struggling as well. And what I heard, who does God say you are? And I just kept hearing after about half an hour struggle in the silence, my beloved son, mm. my beloved son. Mm. And I couldn't accept it. I couldn't receive that. Right. And as if there was more, as if there's got to be something more than that. Right. But what more could there be? Right. And you are the beloved son or daughter of an almighty God who made you in his image, mm. custom made you, hand made you for a mission and a purpose. But here you are, you're hearing it, but you're saying you're really... It was hard for you to believe it. When oh, yeah. did you believe it? <laughs> On the back deck of Oz's house, mm -hmm. two nights ago, after that prayer and the release uh, of these strongholds, I didn't even know I had, but I knew I certainly had yeah. whispers in my ear that you're not worthy, you're not loved, that you need to die. It was over and over again. See, you know, the, the, right now, people are listening and watching, going, oh my gosh, I, I hear those very same things. Yeah. And maybe you've been prayed for by tons of people and and you're still like, God, I'm not experiencing freedom. Don't give up. You just heard uh, Tracer say, yeah, just, you know, look, I was prayed for a couple of weeks ago. I heard the voice of God, but it just wasn't getting into my soul until a couple of nights ago. So we're here to bring hope, encourage you. Uh, we we want to stop people from taking their lives. That's not God's will, way or plan. And you are made to end yourself. Please, I want you to reach out to us. We want to help you be free from demonic stuff uh, here at the Leadership Training Center in Colorado Springs. So victormarks.com forward slash training. That's a very good way to reach us or just through our contact page. If you have any doubt, if you have any doubt at all about Christ's efficiency, ask him. Mm -hmm. Ask him and ask him who you are. Who does God say you are? Mm -hmm. Don't listen to the little, little whispers in the background that are telling you that the world would be better off without you or that you're not worthy. Yeah. That we're not worthy. It's true. Yeah. But he is. And he carried all of it. Every sin ever committed. Every burden, every sorrow. He carried all of it on the cross. And he called it finished. It's finished. And it's now for you to live in true life, liberty, abundant life he gives it so abundantly and so good it doesn't matter if you're a mom at home or a marine deployed god will meet you where you are and hey we ask every guest two final questions so we're going to ask you all right the first one's based on perception so there's no wrong answer but what is your perception of all things possible ministries what we do us because now you've got some insight you've seen me smoked on a jungle trail at midnight walking backwards down a hill because working yeah. calves are seized yeah hamstring no. gone <laughs> you've seen it all so what's your perception about awesome. who you are what we do man oh man it's funny in marine corps you know we use the term expeditionary forces a lot i know that atp you and eileen's ministry um and all your your team here is awesome awesome team of very gifted people, gifted by God mm. for this ministry. Mm. And you're expeditionary. I like that. Much like Dave and Karen at Freebrim Rangers, expeditionary force for for ministry to those who are in hard reach places and may not know that they're loved mm. and that they are not forgotten. Mm. Part of your calling is mm. going out and going to those hard to reach places and hard to reach people mm. wow. and letting them know that they they're loved and not forgotten. It's beautiful. Mm. Uh, 
expeditionary force. I love that. I've I've actually never applied that. We've we've been called. We operate like an SF team or module, you know, unit. And but man, expeditionary force. I like that. that well, SF is appropriate too. You go in and you yep. know, you train train people to stay behind and commit to real, you know, substantial and eternal warfare. Yeah, right, right there. At home, that's so. the truth. All right, last question. We're all gonna die. You should have many times. Thankfully. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine 120 years on this marble. We're going to die. What happens to Matthew when it is God's timing? What's oh, going to happen to you when you close your eyes for the last time? You get called out, called home mm-hmm. on his timing. Yeah. I don't want to rush it. Yeah. I want to live out every breath that he gives me mm. for the remainder of my life for his glory. I'm just looking forward to what's around the corner. And that's the mm-hmm. first time I've been able to say that in quite a while, mm-hmm. truly. So I love it. He- heaven's real, but we're not going to rush it. You guys, thanks oh. for joining us today on the Victor Mark Show. My guest, Matthew, we call him Trace Hire. Uh, love this brother. Uh, what courage to come on and share uh, the journey you're on. Uh, I mean, right in the middle of, and I know this is going to save lives. There's no doubt in my mind. Pray so. for Tracer. We'll, we'll update you because uh, God's got great things for him and his family. We're really excited because you are pressing into your calling. And uh, we'll have you back on the, the show to get an update because uh, I love it. But thanks for your courage to come on. Uh, step in the gap. Look forward to it. Yeah. You know, you know how I love cameras. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the years in the shadows. So you guys, hey, whatever you're doing, wherever you are, do it for the glory of God. We love y'all. And again, feel free to reach out and contact us. Social media, website, whatever. Smoke signals. We read those too. God bless you. Now go get it done. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We'd love to stay connected with you and invite you to the conversation beyond this podcast. You can check out more of the work we're doing around the world at victormarks.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all linked in the show notes. Be sure to drop us a comment in the review section if today's show has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. We're always encouraged to hear from you. Thanks for spending your time with us. Until next time.